Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. That is the uh, Georgia Bulldogs fight song, Glory. Here on 101 ESPN, Michelle Swalman, Randy Carricker, great to have you with us and great to go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, where maybe the biggest fan of the national champion Georgia Bulldogs is standing by, the one and only Adam Wainwright. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Good morning. What a wonderful wake up. <laughs> we soundtrack have... you played for me this morning man what I, I feel very special right now well adam we wanted to welcome <clears throat> you in we know how big of a fan you are and you finally got it that elusive national championship is finally in the hands of the dogs has it has it sunk in yet because i remember when the blues won the stanley cup it i would wake up some days like weeks after and be like did that really happen so has it sunk in yet that the dogs are the champs Yeah, I think so. I mean, everyone around here where we live has just gone crazy. I mean, it is just uh, the biggest deal. I mean, most of the people that were alive to see the last national championship, 1980, you know, they were they're, – they're getting up in years, you know. I mean, most of them are in their 70s and, and, and 60s and, and telling stories and Herschel Walker this and Herschel Walker that. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's just so fun now to be able to – say we were there together and and I had a great time watching that game with my kids too because they had school the next day and I said babe we're gonna win this one we need to let them stay up and they they had so much fun just they were you know kind of delirious and staying up I mean it was almost midnight when that game was over and and uh they got up early next day and they were you know they looked like they had you know hangovers or whatever but they they were they were troopers and they were cheering on the dogs. And, you know, every time there's a kickoff, there's a, we you got to get all into it, right? If you're a dog fan, there's lots of barking going on. There's, you yell, go dog, sick them, hoo, 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 hoo. And, uh, and every time the, the ball got kicked off, my girls were, you know, waking up the whole neighborhood. It was just so fun. I had a great time. And, and I already ordered my national championship Coke bottles when I was, uh, when I was real little, my, my mom and, and dad gave me a, the 1980 championship celebratory uh, coat bottles. And so I have the 1980 and now I have the 2020 to 21 season um, bottles, but the 20, if you work for Coke and you're listening to this Coke, you need to pick it up a little bit. Maybe you'll, maybe you're going to make a better bottle later, but those bottles from 1980 were just hands down times 10 better than these 21 championship ones. It's just says enjoy a Coke with the dogs. The other one was like these Georgia Bulldogs with a big picture of a bulldog on it. Come on, Coke, pick it up a little bit. And I, I guarantee you there's some Coke people listening. One other thing about that game and that win, and well, you know, you experienced David Freeze here in St. Louis. You experienced Pat Maroon with that goal against Dallas. What's it like for Stetson Bennett? How, how are people reacting to the fact that it was a home state guy that was the quarterback for the champions? Yeah, and he's he's from right up the road from where we live here. He's he's probably only about an hour and a half away from where I live, and and uh, his family, and just a, a guy who 
who uh, grew up wanting to play for the dogs when he was three, four years old, told his family he was going to be the starting quarterback for the dogs, you know, could have transferred out a bunch of different times and stay, stuck around. And, and you know, now this year, too, we got the, the number one quarterback recruit in the entire country coming in, and he's going to stick around. I and mean, he's going to have every opportunity to start again, too. And, and you know, this Stetson, we're, everyone here is so proud of him because no one thought he could do it. No, Everyone thought he was the weak link and that they would never be able to win a championship with Stetson back there. But you could tell at the end of that game, the guys on that team trusted him. They wanted him in there. They they were loving on him, man, because, you know, a lot of the fan base didn't believe in Stetson, but his team and his coach did. Well, that was the main thing. Nobody believed in him more than Kirby because every time there was a big blowout or, you know, the dogs didn't give up any points this year. Their defense is the best I've ever seen. And they'd be winning 30-6, to six, and you're like, all right, get this other guy in the game. Get him some snaps just in case. But he stuck with Stetson no matter what thick and thin, and, and uh, it proved out to be a, a, a good choice. Adam Wainwright has a great event to benefit Big League Impact coming up February 6th, the Boondocks Pub in Springfield. Real e- easy drive, Springfield, Illinois, by the way. Real easy drive, about a little over an hour and 15 minutes from here in St. Louis. And you're going to have a great performance from a great singer and songwriter, Dallas Davidson. You're going to sign autographs for a couple of hours. And, Wayno, I, I think what you're doing, especially in the absence of the winter warm-up, is something that all of us can, as baseball fans can use. Yeah, and this was so this this came about pretty quick because um, when the winter warm up got canceled, I, and we kind of had a feeling. I'm like, how's this going to work if we're, you know, the trainers can't even call us to make sure we're okay, but we're going to have a winter warm up. We're going to go sign two hours for for the team. That doesn't make sense. So when when this started to kind of go down, and then I got word that it was officially canceled. You know, we we're holding out hope that our, our two sides would get an agreement or whatever. But when it got canceled, I called our guy Keith. Keith Brooks right away. I'm like, Keith, what can we do? Because these fans, like they, they're, they love this event. And we love seeing the fans. I mean, we can't just leave them, you know, we can't just go cold Turkey, no autographs. This is winter warm up time. Come on. What, what can we do? I'd, I'd love to come up there and see some people. And, and so we called around and, and I got a bunch of people in the, in the country music world that are friends of mine. And I said, all right, if we can get a venue, I can get a person. I, I just, feel like I can so if we can get a venue that that makes sense for us let's do it let's let's have a let's have a little show I'll come up there and sign autographs for the exact same amount of time I would have anyways I want to see the folks and it just happened that inside the city of St. Louis there was there's the you got the Fox Theater sold out you got a lot of different things are in town playing right now I, I would have loved to have done it right there in the city but one of our board members carol keating uh said hey listen i got this great venue out the boondocks out here in springfield illinois it's just over an hour away you can have the the whole night we'll give every dollar to big league impact and i mean you know when you when you're trying to raise money for charity the the events that we could have done would have would have bitten like into half of the proceeds that that we would have made if we'd have done it in the city so it just made so much sense we'll be able to help a lot more people and, you know, this has got kind of a cardinal caravan kind of feel to it. You know, get outside the city just a little bit, not too far, but just a little bit. People that are in the city, can it's close enough where they can drive over if they want to. And and then I get to go see some great folks who are who are wanting to see some baseball action. And I can tell you, any fan out there of the Cardinals, man, we really hope they, they get to deal. We're, we're getting locked out now. We're not striking, right? We're, we're getting locked out. They're, they are, uh, I can tell you, Randy, this is an intense thing, man, like, those guys are not able 
are not allowed to reach out to us and talk to us at all. None of the staff, none of the weight trainers, none of the medical staff. And, and uh, that just doesn't make sense to me. You know, you're supposed to be protecting your investment, but we want to be playing baseball so bad and we hope we get it done. But in the meantime, I'd like to come up there and see some folks, shake some hands and, and uh, take some pictures. And we're going to have a great time, raise a lot of people, uh, money for people in need. And you can get tickets by going to bigleagueimpact.org slash boondocks, B-O-O-N-D-O-C-K-S, bigleagueimpact.org slash boondocks. It's February 6th at Boondocks in Springfield, Illinois. General admission tickets, 125 bucks, and they all, all proceeds, go to Big League Impact, which is the, the charity that Adam founded and does so much. Adam, you and I talked in June, and I actually listened to it last night, and you were... You expressed reservations about wanting to play with all of this dysfunction hovering over baseball. Are you still all in? You've signed. Your family said, yeah, go ahead and play. Even if we miss games, are you still all in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I still love to play. I'm still training like, I'm, you know, I'm going to be ready whether whether – whether anybody else is going to be right. I know some of my teammates. I've been talking with Jack and a bunch of other people, and I know those guys are working their tails off. We're going to be ready to play from the first from the first day they tell us. I mean, this is kind of like one of those times in 2020 when they were like, all right, everyone's got COVID. We don't know when we're going to start, but you got to be ready to start in three days if we give you a call. Like, that's that's how I'm preparing, right? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be on the mound this coming week um, working on my craft. I've been long tossing like crazy. I've been working out and running and, and uh, so I'll be in shape. I'll be ready to rock. I'm 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 uh, on it the exact same day as I normally would be in preparation wise. So I'm going to be ready to go. And and uh, I know my teammates will be too. But that gives us an edge, right? If we come into the season mentally and physically prepared, we've been talking about that. Mentally, physically more prepared than the other teams who are are missing spring training. Also, then we'll have an edge right off the bat. And you never know those one one or two games. Uh, where you come in with a little bit more edge than somebody else might be the difference in making the playoffs or not. Well, when you'll have a new teammate this season, Steven Matt signed with the Cardinals in the offseason. We haven't spoken to you since that acquisition. What do you think he's going to bring to this rotation? Well, he's got great stuff, but he's really come of, a, uh, of his own the last couple of years. He's kind of figured out who he needs to be out there on the mound, his, uh, his repertoire, how he needs to use it. I mean, he's always been a guy who, who could throw a shutout or could go out there and and uh, and not pitch as good a game? You've seen a lot more consistency out of him the last couple of years. He's really come of his age, of his own, and and uh, he's just a solid solid pro. Uh, he's a, a great left-handed pitcher. He's just pitched a really good season in the in the AL East, a very tough division. Um, and he's a guy you can rely on, and he is an amazing person. A great guy for the clubhouse. And uh, that's a big deal too. We we love having those guys who really fit and mesh well with the with the guys inside the clubhouse. That that goes a long way in winning. I also wanted to ask you about Yachty Adam. We haven't spoken to you since Thanksgiving. I'm looking at two photos: one of you and your beautiful family, and another of you and your wife and Yachty and his wife. You went to Puerto Rico to celebrate Thanksgiving with the Molina family, and I'm looking at the tweet, and it says hashtag Puerto Rican turkey is delicious. So tell us about what what Thanksgiving's like at the Molina household, and tell us what is different about Puerto Rican turkey and why it's so delicious. I'm gonna tell you something. Thanksgiving in my house is a big deal, right? This is a this is our favorite meal of the year. My wife is a really really good cook, and she does a lot of really good sides. She does the the sweet potatoes. She does the the um, 
the the biscuits and all the gravies and all the everything you could say the stuffings everything that you'd normally eat tradition wise right she's nailed it she's got that down pat I, I I make a pretty good fried turkey too Michelle I make a a really good fried turkey and and occasionally I'll throw one on the smoker too we'll have to double up and then I mean we we do it right at our house right well when we went to to Puerto Rico. Well, that I got to tell that story too, because that's a fun story. So I'm like, Gaddy's like, hey, I got a couple of hotel rooms for you and your family for Thanksgiving. Y'all come down this year. And then he just kind of walked off, and I was like, <laughs> what just happened right now? And then I, I had to like, I was, I was like, I just need to explain to Yadi, like, well, we we have you know 15, 17 people over our house, and everybody, all the family comes over, and we do a big and huge party at his. So I start telling him that, and he's like, yeah, 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 it's good, it's good. No, no, this year you can come to Puerto Rico. And then he just kind of walked off again, and I'm like, what in the world? All right, well, I mean, okay, let me talk to Jenny. I mean, maybe I guess we're coming to Puerto Rico. So I, I talked to Jenny. I said, hey, Yachty has already booked rooms for us, and he is expecting us to come to Puerto Rico for Thanksgiving. She's like, well, it's a really big deal at Thanksgiving. I mean, we got a lot of people we got to feed. I said, I know, and I tried to tell him that. And he didn't seem to care a whole lot. Uh, so he's already got it. So, And then uh, I said, well, she goes, all right, well, just check and see if he can do the week before. Because we can fly down the week before. We'll do all that with them, hang out with them. It would be great. And then we'll be able to come back. Thank you. So I called Yachty. Or I go to Yachty the next day. I say, Yachty, what do you think about the week before? You know, we could come in and just uh, – he's like, no, you don't need to stay that long. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, we could come in – the week before and then go back for our spring for our Thanksgiving. And he's like, no, it's okay. I already got the hotel room. So you can come down for Thanksgiving. And I was like, well, I guess I'm coming down to Thanksgiving. So I called Jenny. I was like, well, change plans. We're going to Thanksgiving in Puerto Rico this year. And, and that's what we did. And, and uh, it was amazing. And, and we had Thanksgiving with our family the, the Sunday before the Thursday that Thanksgiving was. So it was great. We got to do our big thing or whatever. And then we went down there and let me tell you something, Thanksgiving Turkey, in Puerto Rico, which you didn't even know they had, is rubbed down with all their wonderful Latino spices and and cooking methods or whatever, and they cooked it low and slow and some, I don't know what they did, and it was just fall off the bone, unbelievable. Like, man, a Thanksgiving turkey in Puerto Rico, if you had not had it yet, that's the place to do it. Bueno, I, I, plus, Puerto Ricans just throw a better party. I mean, we, <laughs> that party was – Thanksgiving was, like, pretty intimate, awesome. And then the next day they had a party, and he had this incredible reggaeton singer come in and sing. And, and uh, I mean, it was – I left at midnight, and I think that sucker was just starting. So um, <laughs> it was incredible. Uh, that sounds like it needs to be on everyone's bucket list. But, <clears throat> Adam, I just learned that it's not wise to shake off Yachty on the mound or in life. It seems like if he if he's throwing down a sign, whether it's uh, behind the dish or to come to Thanksgiving, you're going to listen. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like, you know, one of those experiences where I go, Jenny, we, we're just going to we're just going to remember this the rest of our life. Like, this is going to be crazy. And I, I'm telling you, my kids, they are cannot wait to go back to Puerto Rico. I mean, they think that my wife was basically picking out houses over there. Like, where can we live? Right. This is, I mean, it, Puerto Rico is just such an, a great, wonderful, loving place. The people there are just so giving. And so they really are just so loving. They're just very, they just open-handed with everything. You need, Oh, you want this? I'll give you the sheriff and back. I'll give you the water. I, here's this drink. Here's this food. You know, just like everywhere you go, they're handing you something. And uh, it was just in an in, in old San Juan. What a fascinating place that was to walk through and see the old forts that stinking 
Christopher Columbus's crew built and, you know, talk about all the battles that they, they had there. And it was just really a really good trip. We had a great time. That's awesome. A couple more quick things for Adam Wainwright. Number one, we played in your big league impact fantasy league. Adam, I don't know if you're aware of this, but we, Michelle and I had two games that we lost by less than a point. We went from being the number one seed in our division to being out of the playoffs. That's the sort of parity that we have in this league. And I know that you lost a couple of heartbreakers, too. That's a really tough league that you put together there. Yeah, and I I, I mean, I filled out the same roster for our league that you were in that I did for the big league impact staff league that we ran and I won that league <laughs> and I didn't, and I did not make the playoffs in our league. And, and uh, it seemed like every week I played the the team with the highest score. I know you felt probably the same way, but mm-hmm. gosh, every, every week I, you know, I, I had at, at one point I had the most points in the league and the worst record. Do you remember that? I was yeah. in the last place and I had the most points. And uh, I ended up not having the most points. But for half the season, I had the most points and could not win a game. It was unbelievable. And uh, I just kept saying, yeah, these points are going to win out. This is going to take you know, And that just, it never happened. I just – y'all were uh, – everybody in the league was just better than me this year, which I have a hard time admitting. But, you know, it was true. Um, but in our fa- in our players-only league, too, we had, a, we had a league – I don't know if y'all know this. We had a league with just 48 players, and each player put in $5,000 apiece for their charity of choice. And, uh, and the winner – it was uh, 48 players – the winner was my teammate, Andrew Miller. He won $60,000 to his charity and a three-day trip to Cabo. Um, it was a pretty big deal. It was, it, was a, it was a great time. But we raised a lot of good money for, uh, for, our, for our charities this year. We're going to give a lot of people food, a lot of people clean water. I mean, it's just uh, – it was really fun. But y'all did good. I was proud of you, Randy. You almost made it. Yep. You, you, did, you did well. Yeah, I'll be back next year. I guarantee it. The other thing, Adam, our question of the day, and we talked pretty much every week about some of the cool golf courses that you had the opportunity to play during the season. George Kittle of the 49ers said that tomorrow night playing a playoff game at night at Lambeau is a dream come true. Adam Wainwright, I'm asking you, if you could put yourself in a position, you're good at any sport and you can go play at any venue, what would the dream scenario be? Oh, I think the first the first thing that came to mind was to play in the Masters. I mean, that that was the first thing that just jumped off the page to me. Now, I I I do have, um, you know, daydreams of of playing at at the Square Garden or you know Cameron Indoor, something basketball related or 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 you know baseball. I played in the World Series at Fenway, even though it didn't work out so great. I did play in Fenway and played at Bush Stadium and, and Wrigley for the playoffs. Done a lot of cool things in baseball. But the one thing that that is just uh, the one event that I just I rally around every year that I can never am never going to have a chance to play in is the Masters. I mean, that's just uh, what an incredible place. What a, it's in my home state, obviously, so it's got a little – I'm a little biased there. But um, it's just an amazing place, right? The, the greens, I've played that course one time, and, and you got to – you got to hit the ball like, you know, my caddy was like, all right, you got a 25-foot putt. All right, it's a little left to right, right? Try to stop the ball right here. And he'd take like two steps over to your left and like, yeah, just try to stop it right here. And you're like, wait a second, if I put it right there, I'm going to have 23 feet 
of Bender, and he's like, just try to stop it right here. And you just t- just tap it in, right? Just just like Happy Gilmore, just tap it in, <laughs> and it would go right over there. And it would just that ball just never stopped. Those greens are like glass. Every little blade of grass is in perfect, um, perfect shape. I mean, it's just a beautiful place, wonderful spot. But it's, that tournament is just the coolest, isn't it? I think it's the coolest. It is. It's it's the best. That's a great answer. Adam Wainwright with Big League Impact hosting a benefit concert and autograph signing February 6th at Boondocks in Springfield. Tickets $125. It'll be a performance by Dallas Davidson. And by the way, we didn't even mention Dallas. He's written a ton of songs and sang a ton of songs, but he's one of the best country writers songwriters anywhere isn't he yeah i I was gonna before i got off i was gonna make sure i plugged dallas a little bit so dallas has written 27 number one hit songs i mean he is he's six time writer of the year in nashville and so when i when we got word that we had this great venue uh i called dallas because dallas is in my neighborhood and uh dallas and i've known each other a long time because dallas used to around with Luke Bryan a little bit and he's written a lot of Luke songs he wrote play it again he wrote uh give me that girl from from uh um Joe Nichols he's written he's written a lot of good songs right uh he's got a song out on the radio right now with Lady Annabellum he's he's got just he's got 27 number ones but he's written a bunch of other of really good like number twos you know like a lot of really good songs that people will recognize but he's a great storyteller and so when we got the venue I called Dallas and said hey Dallas what do you think about just jumping on a plane and, and heading up to uh, Springfield with me and doing this event? And turns out his, uh, one of his guys, Randy Hauser is at the, 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 um, he's at the boondocks the night before he goes, Hey, I'll just, yeah, we'll, we'll head out there. We'll, we'll, uh, cause he, I think he's written a bunch of songs for Randy and, uh, and all that too. So he, he's like, yeah, we'll head up there. I know that venue really well. I've been there a few times. We'll go up there and we'll have a good time. And, and he, and by the way, Do- Dallas is donating his time. He's not charging me a, a red cent to do this. He's doing it all for charity and, and because he believes in what we're doing. So uh, he's a great person and great, great, great writer. Just such a good guy, but he's going to have some cool stories to tell up there too. And, and just in case anybody was wondering, there might, might be a song from old number 50 up there too so oh well that's important to know that, that's good education you get here on character and smallman doors open at 1 30 on february 6th the signing from two to four the great performances from dallas davidson and you can get tickets at bigleagueimpact.org slash boondocks general admission 125 dollars. adam it's always great to hear your voice thanks so much for the time and uh, we're still planning on going to spring training hopefully we'll see you down in florida that's right. Well, I'll be ready either way, Randy, but I'll see you when we get there. All right. You're the best. Thank you, sir. See you later. Okay. See ya. Take care. The great Adam Wainwright on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. 
Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.